0: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Club Pro Chatter, Episode 2, Season 4. Club Pro Chatter is brought to you by the Minnesota section and the PGA. And we are fortunate enough, again, to have co-host Scotty McDonald on. Uh, We'll be bringing on Tone and Kaylee as we move forward. Scotty, good to see you again. I see that you're uh, hanging out up in the Alexandria
1: area. Yeah, I had to bring a load of stuff up here, so I figured... uh... There's pretty good Wi-Fi at uh, MGC, so I figured I'd stop here, maybe uh, play a little golf later. Beautiful day. Uh, did you guys – you guys are open. How was the holiday weekend? Busy? Unbelievable. I actually had somebody ask me, hey, did you have a good Easter? And I looked at
0: him, Scotty, and I said, "Um, well, I never really have to work on Easter, but this year, because it was 75 and sunny, so we had 150 rounds on Saturday. Um. X amount through the till, which was ridiculous. Yesterday we had 128 players, which we didn't have really anything until two o'clock because of Easter. So these just bonus land, and it goes back to what you said on the last podcast is that COVID is has really helped these things out. And the momentum that golf has, Scotty, is not slowing down at, at, in Olivia. And I don't know, well, what's, uh, what's it looking like up at the Wask area? Are they pumping the rounds this weekend? Yeah,
1: yeah. I just talked to Casey, a ridiculously good. Uh, you know, April's, I think you and I would attest, the pass, obviously weather dictates a lot, but even if it was nice on a holiday weekend like Easter, there would be, you know, 50, 60 players max, not 120 on an Easter Sunday, right? So right. Uh, it's, it's a little bit weather, but I think, The early trend is showing you right now that uh, there's no shortage of demand for golf.
0: No, I think we're gonna be uh, having another good year and who knows how long it'll last, but um, we'll see. First apology comes from me, Scotty. I wanna apologize to Bryson. I should not over the air call him the chumbo. That was a little derogatory, it sounded like. I can call him that uh, behind and back channels maybe when you and I are chatting, but uh, should not have done that over the airwaves here. And so I apologize to him because I actually kind of I got him as one of my favorites this weekend in um, uh, the Masters. But we'll talk about that later. I've, I've got some stuff for that uh, for you and Tone that we're going to have some fun with. But um,
1: yeah, I, I just needed to apologize to him
0: for that. What do you got, Scotty?
1: Well, um, so we're not sticking with you telling me what I have to apologize for. Oh, anymore? that was just one time. I just wanted to do that one time. You're, I mean, look at how much normaler you are again.
0: So, you don't have any slicked over hair. You didn't put any gel in. You're you're fairly well-shaven, but, I mean, you're kind of back to Scotty. You look good. You look like you belong up there at the Waska area, and I'm glad that Casey is embracing you to let you use
1: the office. Uh, thanks. I the, the rent's pretty steep here for the hour show, so uh, we got to keep it <laughs> under an hour. I, I guess my apology is uh, – I, I don't know if it's an apology, but maybe it's – for everybody that wrote off Jordan's speech, that, uh, you know, apologized to all those people that thought he was done, because clearly he is not. Look at what he's done this spring. Look at what he, I I mean, the putter, uh, which uh, was his strong suit all through that stretch when he was on fire. Look at yesterday, what was it? I think 12, one putt, something ridiculous like that. So it was fun to watch. He always makes it interesting even when he's laying up on 18 with a two-shot lead he pull hooks it and then he short sides himself with a wedge and hits it in there and so my apology is is to all those people that were hoping that Jordan was done because clearly he isn't and you got to put him in the top five favorites at Augusta where his track record is super strong don't you I mean, yeah, we could talk second. about that later. Yeah, for
0: sure. But uh, that was kind of more like an I told you so segment from you, because last week you called or last uh, podcast, you kind of called it with Jordan Spieth's resurgence. Uh, you know, when I listen back, I'm like, "Ooh, Nostradamus Scotty kind of had that going. So good work by you, buddy. Uh, I think the next one that we'll talk about in those regards will be Ricky Fowler, because he's kind of in that um, population right now of where'd you go? You know, what, what's going on? But golf is hard, Scott. I mean, it happens to all of us. Look at me at the NCO this year. <laughs> you did not defend your title, did you? Sometimes we just disappear. You know, the driver gets wayward, and then all of a sudden you're done. So, um, yeah, th- th- that is what it is. So, uh let's bring in uh Kaylee Ekstrom, State of the Section. Kaylee probably wants to stay off. She's not feeling the greatest, but she is a trooper. She came in. Uh, she is at home, but she's going to give us some stuff. So Kaylee, give us the state of the section.
2: Yeah, so first of all, our event registration is open for the Minnesota PGA. Yeah. That includes all of our tournaments and in our junior space, the tournament selection process is happening. And so if you're a junior tour member, mini tour member, prep tour member, you have until April 30th to make your event selections.
0: Scott, all that- with all that money you're making, how many did you register in for our events? Yeah, there's a ton of stuff to register. I mean, I Kaylee's right. I looked through there. You can register in like 30 different events if felt like I how many did you sign up for.
1: I like to start slow. Uh I I registered for the Tape Mark. I registered for Luther 1. I registered for the match play. Uh and I'm probably going to register for the Twin Cities Open. Um, nice. it, it sounds like uh, aren't in that one yet. No, I, I just oh, wanted to see how the event was going to be structured with regards oh, to player of the year points. Uh, you, Julie is still working every day, so it's going to be a tough stretch. Match play and then Twin Cities Open back to back, but I'm very hopeful that I'll be able to do both. Yeah. So,
0: well, how, I, I got. Go ahead. I got signed up in a couple myself. I signed up for Luther number two was one of my first ones because I know I'm playing at the wilds on that one. And then twin cities open. I jumped on when we were in California because we talked about it a little bit. So I, I jumped all over that deal. And uh, I'm, I got the same thing as you. There's some calendar issues, but yeah, that's good stuff. Kaylee. What else you got?
2: Yeah. So I was going to mention the twin cities open. I'm glad you two did that. And that we are also looking though for more PGA pros for our hundred holes of hope on June 17th. Our PGA pros playing a hundred holes to raise money for hope programs in our PGA Reach Minnesota. Um, we're looking for more people to come out and join us.
0: Kaylee, who, who do you got right now? Cause I want to give them a shout out. You got any registered right now? Of we do
2: guys? yeah, we do have a couple and one is included here. Scotty. Mr. Scotty, yep. Um, so we're just working through, you know, getting more people involved and, and more knowledge about the event to bid with our pros for how many birdies they make during the 100 hole day
0: did tim anderson sign up
2: i'm not sure i can verify with katherine okay, get but that
0: one how about i heard Gary you Fox? might come on oh i'll be there for sure i make birdies like nothing scotty
1: right and those yeah i think greg has the course record for 100 holes actually killed it kaylee I- so 60- we'll greg shot 65 and actually we played real golf where he finished it is that like yeah, your best it. round in the last 10 years?
0: Well, Scotty, before that, during the hundred holes, I shot 62 in one of the segments, but that's where anything within a flag stick is good.
1: Yep. And
0: H2P. I, two P. yeah, H2P and I, Kaylee, I shot 62 in that format. That uh, is
2: wonderful. I love it. Killed it.
0: it, it was just, I love it. Yeah. And then Scotty and I played real golf on our last 18 of the hundred. And yeah, I, I chipped in for Eagle on the last to shoot
1: uh, 65, right? Scotty. legit 65 putted everything out and 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 i want to say we probably played in an hour and 10 minutes g yeah
0: we didn't run like like huffman and Bakken, but or um anderson Anderson and huffman can't run no (laughs) all right kaylee i'm signed up put me on the list
2: good my last thing here quick is that the tape mark this year is the 50th annual tape mark down at Ooh. Southview, so a big year to celebrate a lot of really cool things that have happened in the past 50 years
1: so i yeah i heard kind of just through the grapevine that a really cool tea gift i don't know what it is but commemorative for 50 years yeah uh i i also heard that uh we're working on getting tom layman back to play in the tape mark is that true no that's fake news I made that up I'm sorry
2: <laughs> let's go with it let's go with it
1: <laughs> but June 11th uh, yeah.
2: and 13th
1: you know it's it's that's one of the great stories to me about the tape mark is layman's game was pretty much down and out he tried every single tour and he, he credits the tape mark win with kind of giving him the confidence to make that run and then you know four years later he was number one player in the world so Very cool story. Eric Van Ruyen, who played in the tape mark, he's out. uh, He'll be playing at Augusta this week. So, some really cool stories from over the years 50 years, crazy.
0: Yep. Well, Kaylee, I'm not totally committed to tape mark. I've got a mess that weekend. I've got two grad parties at a big tournament on that Saturday. We talked about it the last podcast, but uh, at our next one, keep bringing it up. Uh, I'll Mm -hmm. try. I mean, it's it's something that is going to be
2: really cool. I oh, couldn't
0: boy. say that. You guys stop <laughs> with your little teasers. All right. Scotty doesn't need to gift. He makes so much money,
1: Kaylee, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> what are you talking about? Come on now. Uh no, I'm I'm excited. I'm signed up. And actually the team that I played with last year that sponsored, uh, we're back again, signed up. So it sounds awesome. like sign ups uh, going well. Uh mm-hmm. Greg, I think you should uh get on that soon, make that decision, that commitment your June's getting busier with the tape mark and now a hundred holes. And then yeah. I got,
0: the, I got the KWLM ProM pro. am on the 14th.
1: Yes. You know, at, at
0: Wilmer here. So it, it it is not to say I can't do it. I got a lovely wife who's out helping me right now. Uh, she's, she's semi-supportive of, uh, of
2: some.
0: <laughs> all right, Kaylee, what else you got for us?
2: That was it. That's all I had for today. All right,
0: you get healthy, vitamin C. Uh, make sure that everything's on the up and up. And uh, that's the beauty of working at home now, right? You can keep yeah. doing what you're doing. Yep. Chicken noodle okay. soup. Yeah. Sounds pretty
2: good.
0: I like right. the rest part.
2: Thanks, guys.
3: <laughs> all right, all right uh, see match,
0: you, Let's uh, match Eat. play recap scotty I, I i love the match play i love the event i love the golf course that they played at you know on the pga tour there with austin country club we were going to go down there be really close to that area um i i would like to get it back on the nco uh, list at some point but um i'm trying to talk jack into going to lake of the ozarks next year
1: oh i'd be up for that that seems yeah. like it's kind of the new golf hot spot uh, and other it's than- drivable
0: it's yep. drivable yep. for us, you know, because we have some guys in our group that they wouldn't like, that they wouldn't mind that. So I'm going to talk to Jack. But I have some observations about the match play event uh, that I'd like to go over with you. Is there anything that jumps out at you that that uh, that you want to chat about
1: there? Or do you want me to just dive into um, some things? No, i just say that, yeah, it's the one thing that we've learned about this. Uh, the match play that's changed formats, you know, what they changed probably four or five years ago when they switched to the pods. and and i like that that way somebody doesn't come and they lose right away see you later but there was also some fun things with those big upsets in the first round i think so but i will the, the only thing i'll say is uh somehow some way i was way at the bottom in fantasy golf and i picked billy horschel to win the match play which is like a total shot in the dark and lo and behold he won so you nailed that yeah yeah so that was pretty fun to watch and uh, yeah, we, it, when we, we, we did a distance seminar last week speed and talked about speed and all this, and we we talked about it with Bryson last week and look at who were the finalists, uh, we had, or the semifinalists were Billy Horschel, Kuchar, um, uh, Victor Perez, right. And Scheffler, Scheffler was the only one in the top, uh, 125 and driver distance. So maybe not as important at obviously Austin country club or in match play. It's all about putting.
0: We talked about this at the last podcast, Scotty, we hit it pretty good about um, people loving that distance factor. And you got these events where it's just not holding true all the time. And Corey Pavin way back when kind of proved that it doesn't, yeah, it might be an advantage, but Austin was playing fast. They, they always have things set up quick but they have drivable par fours where if you're in the wrong spot, the greens kind of made it difficult. Uh, even at 550 yards, it seemed like most of those guys were getting home in two on a lot of the, yeah. even the one that's uphill. Yeah. So I'm with you. I I have a couple observations. I was going to ask you about the pool play versus one and done. Uh, I'm okay with it. I, I don't have a preference one way or the other. I do understand that you're never, you're not going to get the top guys because of that. Um, but Justin Thomas was there. DJ was there. You know, Ron was there. They did pretty good of getting some top guys. Um. I heard a lot of criticisms about the play in the final match. And I don't think, Scotty, people understand what wind does to golfers, even at that level. Why don't you break down for us that variable for everybody and how that affects good golfers more than, say, even rain or more than rough? Um, It's just what does wind do to you, Scotty, in your game versus when you're playing on a calm day?
1: yeah it's uh, i mean it's a very good point it's you can't hit any type of shot right you can't hit a the high one uh you can't hit the low one sometimes if you've got a go-to shot you might not be able to hit it because of the wind uh if if the wind's whipping off the right and you got a pin on the left you're not and there's water left you're not going to start it out over the water and try to cut it back in i mean you, you have to play it to kind of ride with the wind so i think it it handcuffs you a little bit you can't be as aggressive because there's also the element of the unknown is sure we know more times and not where the wind is but we don't know how much it's going to affect it right it's if it's 20 if we get a 25 mile an hour gust when it's been 10 to 12 the whole time and we play it to the middle of the green, it gusts up. We, we might be on the front, and if it's a false front, it's, it slides back. So it I think it's just you can't be as aggressive because there is that little bit of unknown. If you got a perfect lie and there's no win and there's a pin right in the middle or front left even, you can get aggressive because you know the shot you're going to hit. So that's what I'd say.
0: Yeah, I like what you said that there of oh, uh, sometimes we stand over a shot and we say low draw, high cut, you know, high draw, low cut. You know, you have options and you can kind of visualize your shot. Sometimes you have a win that says, well, I, I, I don't have that shot or I'm not, I, I can't hit that. And I know, remember the one Billy Horschel hit a little low skanker down by Scotty Scheffler. And you know what win does, it put creates indecision in your mind. And the commitment over the ball, I, I hear many caddies say all the time of 100% committed. you got to be 100% committed. If you're if you're 90% committed, you're basically 0% committed. And, you know, for you and I in our games, we know how true that is of, man, if I stand over a shot and I'm not sure how I'm going to, you know, even attacking it, it's like kind of, let's see what happens here as I come through. Yeah, nothing good really t- tends to happen. So I just want to throw it out there to everybody that – Wind is the ultimate variable. I believe it's why I won the uh, the 17th annual NCO down in Dyke, Iowa. is because we played in some severe wins, Scotty, and I was mentally in a good place to accept that and know that you don't have to shoot 3, 4, 5 under par in our group. You shoot 77, you're okay, because wind does that. So anybody who is down on the PGA play, they need to understand how hard golf is when wind is up.
1: No, I, I agree. It's, uh, I, I, and these are some of the best players in the world. So just see how it affects them. It's fun to see it when a guy's on his ball striking and they hit unbelievable shots in the wind, because we know how difficult it is as just normal golfers. So it's fun to see that when a guy's really got it going. And th- those are the days when somebody's hitting it. Well, and they shoot like seven under and nobody else is within five shots, because right. they've just got the ball striking dialed in. That's fun to see we're versus first round of every tournament where everybody goes six to eight under, because it's a perfect day. And the course right. is set up perfect. So Dan
0: Sudebeck Dan had one of those rounds, Scotty, uh, down at the Jewel. And everybody was at, you know, the leaders were at two over, three over, four over, and Dan shot like five or six under. And we were like, what golf course were you playing out there that we Mm -hmm. weren't yeah and and he just had the stripe show going you know to, to play that and was making some putts next question for you buddy so you got a guy that comes up to you let's say that you're giving him a lesson he says what about that scotty scheffler footwork what do you do with that as a teaching pro when you go well it's not how we teach it but I mean, look at the guy, he's got, he has the results and the footwork is just, it's just amazing to me that the guy can even make contact with some of the things that he does. So does that come out to you as a, like, how has this happened? Or do you just say, these guys are so talented, it doesn't matter what they do?
1: Well, I, um, I've never been called, uh, I've never been, (laughs) they've never said that I have the perfect golf swing. Yeah, and I've been watching a lot. Two. Yeah, and I I just pulled up Scheffler's swing again and to see how much those feet move, it's absolutely unbelievable. But it's all about impact. And what, what does it matter if he's floating when he hits the ball or is, is as long as it's consistent? That's that's the key. So I I've never been one to judge how the golf swing looks. It's all about impact. So uh, there's, there's a million ways to skin a cat and there's been a million different golf swings out on tour. Um, Sure. There's, there's the Justin Thomas's or whoever, you know, Louis who that uh, people look at and they're like, that's a great golf swing, but there's, there's for every one, there is like that. There's also another where you're like, But what about this? What about, look at Bubba. Look how he does it. Another swing that people are like, y'all, he finishes like this, or and, but you know, he finishes in some of the weirdest ways, the highest hands, or whatever it is. But he's got two green jackets, and there's not many people that have even one of those. So,
0: Scotty, what I love about it is that it makes uh, people like me who don't teach a lot of golf kind of sit back and go, guys there's way more than one way to skin a cat here. I mean, there's a lot of different ways, but you nailed it. As I always say, what is it here at the ball? Yeah. What happens here? We got to get you here. You know, and if you want to get a, hit a fade, we got to get you here. If you want to hit a hook? We got to get, you know, that's what we got to get you to. And that's hard because everybody's built differently. Everybody's shaped differently. You're right. For for guys like me, I sit back and I go, I I don't have any great answers as to why he's so good at what he does. Other than that, they're just ultra talented. And that the Lord gifted them with a little bit more ability than some of us. So uh, yeah. if you didn't pick if you didn't pick Billy Horschel, would you have cheered for him?
1: Uh I don't mind him. Uh he, he yeah, he's not my favorite. I I will the, the reason I picked him was other than the experts, you know, the the power list, which is their power rankings, which I always go to for fantasy, but it's he's a grinder he's a bulldog and and that's where i was like i I don't want to waste a a pick on a you know a dj or or a rory because match play is such an unknown so i'm like let's pick somebody that's a grinder that you know is not going to give away holes and that's what billy said even in his interview after after i think he beat fleetwood to get to the semis i watched he's like my goal this week was just to not give away any golf balls. And we've done that pretty well. And there he ends up winning it. So,
0: well, that's good stuff. All right. Let's move on to our Knowing the Rules. We're going to bring Tone in. Uh, knowing the Rules brought to you by Green Image Golf Scapes. You can find Denny at greenimagegolfscapes.com. Phone number 612 804 9352 if you need to get a hold of him for all of your synthetic turf needs. So today's topic, Scotty, we'll we talk a little bit about this. And Tom, we're sorry we didn't get this to you sooner, but we want to test you. We want <laughs> you to know we, we have some things come up. And I, I did a podcast the other day with my buddy Brady Madsen. And this came up uh, about dropping. And I thought Adam Scott uh, cheated a few years ago when he won the players on this. Uh, but it's not cheating. It's the, just different interpretation. So talk us through, uh, first of all, we don't call it water hazards anymore, right? We now call yep. them penalty areas. So talk us through a little bit of red steak, um, yellow steak, some dropping scenarios. And then I'm going to I'm going to throw a little something at you and see what you see what you got after you explain that to us.
3: OK, yeah, no. So there's there's obviously two types of uh, penalty areas. You get yellow and red. Um, yellow is going to give you two options. Uh, you got stroke and distance uh, as your first option, which means you just go back to the last place uh, that you played from. Um, and you have from that reference point where you last played, you have one club length uh, relief area and you drop from knee height. Um, your second option is going to be back on the line. Um, so wherever your ball across the yellow penalty area, you take that point, um, take the point of the flag stick and draw a straight line going all the way back. And you can drop uh, somewhere on that uh, on that line again with your one club length relief um, for a yellow or, or sorry for a red penalty area. You have a third option, which is lateral um so that's from the point that your ball entered you have two club lengths um so you have a two club length relief area and then you'll drop from knee height there as well um so that estimated point where it last crossed uh is basically you know we can all kind of visualize that's why it's good to have stakes out there on the course to kind of see what stake that it kind of was as the least closest to so you get that point as close as possible um but that's kind of going to be the uh, kind of the procedures for um for those two uh, penalty areas
0: Tone, does the terms direct and lateral are they used much anymore in
3: your guys' world or? Yeah, I mean lateral is used for, you know, kind of that that red penalty area situation, you know, lateral relief. But uh um direct I don't I don't use too much.
0: All right. Scotty, uh you brought up something earlier about uh
1: equidistance used to be a thing. Yeah, that's Man. that's gone now, right, Tone?
3: Uh, when you go on the opposite side, yeah. uh, that's a model local rule that you can put into effect. I think it's like model local rule B2. Um, I don't think many organizations, I know at the PGA, we don't have it in, in our rules of play. Um, it just at the time when they kind of were assessing the rules in 2019, it just wasn't used too often. I don't think a lot of players knew about it. Um, so it's kind of just gone away, but it's still an option if the committee deems it necessary.
0: But you say, Tone, that the PGA Tour doesn't use that at all, right? That's
3: well, I said the fun. section. I said the section. We don't use it. Um, PGA section. Tour. I would have to double check on that uh, okay. to give you a good answer.
0: But in the tape mark or State Open, not an option, right? For us,
3: not not an option, no.
0: Okay, so Brady brought up this point, Tone. He go. I said to him, I go. You know, you're playing against your buddies there down at Florida Gulf Coast, and and they got like eight really good players, and only five travel, and so they have playoffs i said does anything interesting come up that you guys have to you know um you know kind of talk about he goes yeah he goes yeah where to drop you know of always the guy who hit it thinks it's 60 yards further <laughs> than where some of us believe it is yeah so how do you you come up on a group tone we got two guys that are saying here and here two guys saying here What is tournament director tone do with this because you're looking for consensus right in the group
3: yeah you would want yeah i mean you would want group consensus uh, you know kind of on where the spot is um in a situation where you're going to have you know conflict between players uh you know that's why you know it's as is as, as good to have the course as marked as you know well as possible you know like i said earlier with stakes but if you don't have that situation um you're really going to have to come to an agreement with with the players uh, and that just kind of comes down to kind of questioning you know the player and then the other people in their group and kind of that would give information i mean from my personal experience i can't really say that i've had a situation where there's a 60 yard discrepancy um you know between players but it's it's really trying to you know drill down questions to them to to figure out where that spot will be you know obviously on the obviously on the on tv you kind of have a different different perspective when you watch right. on the tour but it definitely does happen. You know, I, you know, I think you mentioned Adam Scott, I'm not too familiar with that situation, but I think, you know, I think, I think, I think Tiger had a situation kind of like that too at the, at the players when I don't know if it was the year he won. Um, But, you know, he got, you know, they thought that it was, you know, again, 60 yards up or something like that. And it crossed way early. Um, But, you know, that's kind of the rule say, you know, estimated spot of the information that, you know, Uh, At the time, does the player win or does the guy, you know what I'm saying? You typically lean on the
0: player, right? The player gets the final say, or I mean, you come up and we got two guys arguing. Who do you believe?
3: I mean, I think at the end of the day, it's always, you know, kind of comes down, you know, to the player's information, you know, kind of we mentioned in the last podcast, golf is, you know, about playing it with integrity and, you know, penalizing yourself as well, you know, because you would want to be, you know, treated fairly on the course for a penalty if you know that was someone else you know you want to make sure that uh, everything is on a uh, equal playing level um so you know you would probably trust you know the player but i mean if there was a really big discrepancy there uh you would definitely have to drill the player more in regards to getting information out there so if you know you and scott were playing and scott sent a 60 yards up and you were saying you know tone i really there's no way that has happened and you know everybody else in the group said the same thing, then you start, you know, then you start questioning it more. Scotty,
0: I've talked a lot. Go ahead and fire some salt. No,
1: no, that's, uh, I think that's the biggest thing because I remember that Tiger one. I don't remember the Adam Scott one tone. I remember that Tiger one. It was on the back nine. And I'm pretty sure that he got the relief further yeah. up. <clears throat> and they, they they had like the perfect aerial overhead view and it looked like it crossed it way back and they gave it to him like 60 yards up and he ended up winning that was the year he won it yeah so uh yeah it's just a it's one of those things and it, we go back to kind of your segment last time that we we're on it's all about integrity and you know there's a certain code that we all sign up for playing this game especially competitively and live into that and where you think it crossed i mean you expect that the player is is living by that code and being honest with where they think it crossed the the margin so mm-hmm. that's that's what i'd say
0: uh, that's fair assessment and i think that's what we want to get at with doing these is we understand there's a lot of you know the uh the kevin na uh, dustin johnson thing you know <laughs> it wasn't changing anything but just kind of come on you know we can be better than that and for those who don't know uh dustin johnson gave himself a putt um basically in the match play that and even kevin na goes it was this i understand you're gonna make it but hey dude just let me and then kevin na goes and beats him first time you guys i found myself cheering for kevin na yeah yeah that stuff stuff gets me going that stuff is like yes yes kevin na i'm on your team now you know so i'm kind of i'm i'm one of your biggest fans tone because i understand that the rules are they're um They're there for, they're meant
3: to be for fair play. And I don't think everybody sees it that way,
0: you know, that that you should have fair play and that's what you want at the end of the day. So.
3: No, I think, yeah. I mean, as anybody who's competing in an event, that's what you would, you would expect. And, you know, you know, we talked about the last time, you know, putting a a penalty on yourself is hard, but Hey, if that was your playing opponent or someone else, you would want them to do the same thing. So, um, you know, the rules are there to meant to be, you know, followed and, you know make everything you know everything equal so yeah. i think it's a good thing well
0: today's uh, knowing the rules brought to you by green image golf scapes and our expert tone Polito brings in these uh his knowledge to us and uh, again if you're out there dealing with tone you guys be nice to him you know <laughs> he's not trying to hurt you scotty i want you to remember that because something <laughs> might come up at the tape mark
1: I, Tone's I always been straight with me i've got no issues i mean It's, yeah, it's Tone's just protecting the field and doing his job.
3: That's right.
0: Well, Tone, we're going to bring you back for our last segment, so don't go anywhere, okay? All right, I'll be ready. Yeah, and we might have some questions on this next one. We're going to talk a little section tournament calendar, which obviously you're in charge of, but uh, Scotty, uh, this is where he shines, baby. You know that calendar. Do you literally just have that up as like your background
1: is the tournament (laughs) calendar? I look at it quite a bit. I I, I look at it quite a bit
0: because you are the one that goes, Hey, did you see this change? Or did you see this is up? Or did you see that's going on? I'm like, no, I actually have a job, but uh, yeah.
1: Well, you know, and it goes back to your and I's background as being tournament committee chairs. Yeah, It's, we, we kind of need to stay in the loop and, and being on the board too. I want to be abreast to new events that come up and people have questions about it and, Oh, what's this new Twin Cities Open about? I get, I get, I still get quite a few questions about it and my thoughts. But yeah, I think it's important for us to just stay on it. So yeah, let's uh, let's jump in. I mean, I do. I would, I wouldn't lie. I'd be lying if I said that I'm never on that section calendar. So I'm on it quite a bit. I've looked at that. I've looked at that Twin Cities Open sign up to make sure it doesn't fill up because mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure that. Some things fell into place, like I think that they should. Uh, and and it sounds like they're going to. So, uh, yeah, what uh, what do you want to hit on? What what events? Well, uh, Scotty,
0: I think we should hit on uh, the four ball doesn't have as many as normal, um, mm-hmm. which is that Luther, uh, I, I shouldn't say the, the, the four ball team, that takes a little bit. But uh, I always thought that that Luther, that first four ball event with the Luther Pro Series, fills up like that. But uh, me and Jack Worrell signed up yesterday, and I think there's only like 12 or 14 teams on there. Um, We usually fill up, so let's go, huh?
1: Yeah, I think we got to spread the word on that. But I also think that's just an indicator. These early openings hurt the turnout for that because we're just jumping into it, whereas if we're not – golfing until end of april for some people this luther one might be their first event of the year some years right for sure so i i I think just let's spread the word and it's it's just one day and i i think it also is tied in with our spring meeting whatever we're going to be doing depending on covid restrictions right yeah that's a fact that's for the fact check team the fact check can look into that but that's another thing that you can you can get some points probably that morning. I'm not sure if we're having education tied in with that. I, I, I'm, I'm sure we'll find out on the next board meeting. Uh, yeah, Kay- Kaylee
0: maybe has something on that. I, I thought there was some talk, but maybe some we can't share here. I'm not sure. But Kaylee, if you got something, jump in at any point uh, in regards to there was going to be something before that. And it's at Olympic which I would think by now, the last time I played there, Scottie, it was like three or four years ago. I think things have softened up a little bit out there. You know how firm oh, it was that first year?
1: I haven't played that since. It's so gotten – yeah, we had this there two years ago.
0: Okay, I missed that one, yeah.
1: Um, I'm telling you, unbelievable. I think – it's in my top five in the twin cities after all the work has been done. They've it's it's the turf is really, really good. The layout's super strong. Uh, they've, they've put a lot of money into it and yeah, it's, it's really good tone. What's the story.
3: Yeah. All right. So May 3rd Olympic Hills, um, we're still finalizing all details, but there will be a, uh, obviously golf's at one o'clock, but beforehand there will be our spring meeting, there. spring meeting education, um, I believe it starts around 8.30. I'll probably go around till 11.30, 11.45. Um, so it's going to be a hybrid model, I believe, um, you know, in person and then also available online. Um, and then we'll have if you're there, we'll have golf at one o'clock. That's Luther number one. Um, the event, you know, sign up is, is, is steady. But, you know, I think kind of once it gets a little closer, we'll see the spike up of everybody kind of getting signed up there uh you know historically that event is always filled up to that 120 number so uh i think just as it gets a little little closer we won't have a problem there and then after play uh we'll have uh we'll have kind of you know award ceremony and everything so it should be a good day if you can attend
0: beautiful scotty next uh topic is your favorite you love to hit this match play the individual thing on may 10th i believe that's the following week
1: yes so what you gotta say buddy it's it's been an event that we worked really really hard and struggled with participation up until two years ago when we made the change to instead of having it three days in a row where it's as as you've alluded to with the tape mark for example it's tough for you to block off three days in a row so now it's just one day you got to take off it's a monday it's in may and you might play 36 holes or or more if you go to extra holes but first two rounds are completed then we get to our our quote-unquote sweet 16 and then it's it's um season long uh you you play your sweet 16 match and your elite eight match and then the final four come back i believe to mendicota for the champion uh, semifinal and championship so it's only one day it's it's something that it is members only uh it's That's it's one of the at this point it's currently members only if we don't get the 64 members those associates uh that would like to play get a chance to to play but i will say last year we had over 70 members sign up so Ooh. yeah we had a bunch on the wait list and actually jd was one of them that got in the field and he 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 stepped down because he felt bad that somebody he took somebody's spot so Let's get to 64 again. It's it, instead of being season long, all 64, like last year from COVID, let's, we'll have two rounds at, um, Mendicota, which is a great venue. Um, I hope Dale Jones our section champion is signed up. He's probably got a pretty good chance there and, uh, you cannot play. I know I'm not going to hold it against you cause you played, in the, you're playing in the twin cities open, but yeah, a big event. I think it's, it's a, it's a great event.
0: Yeah, I'm coaching golf and that's our, um, that's our conference championship date is the 10th and it just uh, probably wouldn't be right. So, all right. That's kind of our section tournament calendar, Scotty. We don't got a lot of time left, so I have to hit this last one, which we do predictions and closing tone. I need you to come back on. What about Kaylee? Should we bring Kaylee, her on do you want-
1: for predictions if she's feeling well enough?
0: Kaylee, do you want to do some master's
1: predictions with us?
2: This might be a little interesting, but I'll jump on.
0: <laughs> okay. I, I didn't plan on four. This is a curveball from Scott.
1: <laughs> here, here, here's the perfect curveball. We'll let Kaylee pick first, and we can't pick any of the same people. Scott,
0: you don't yeah, even know no. what you're doing here. You're <laughs> just jumping out in front. You just got to back up for a second. Okay, buddy? All,
2: All right, right. So as the rookie of the group, I'm going to take Dawson Johnson.
0: Okay, okay, I'll give you the first pick, but we have some ground rules first before we get at it.
2: Okay, okay.
0: Scott's going to give up his chance at first pick. So we're going to go a couple rounds here real fast, Masters. You're going to do a top American, your top American, your top European, and your top other, and you can't pick what somebody else does, and we'll have this for the next podcast. So Kaylee, we'll start with top American, and we will give you – we will give you Dustin Johnson. Tone, will go next to you. Top American.
3: Uh, I'd say uh, Justin Thomas.
0: Well, there goes my pick. Thank you. Justin <laughs> Thomas. All right. Scotty, you get the next pick.
1: Top American?
0: Yeah. Do I need to repeat it? I mean, what is this, family feud where he repeats the question every time he gets to a new
1: person? You're going to give me a kiss, too, like Richard Dawson?
0: You cannot take Dustin or Justin.
1: Okay. I'm looking at the list right now. I'm going Xander Shoffley.
0: Xander. Nice pick. I'm surprised you didn't take who I have to take now, Jordan Spieth. You didn't need to take him. You could have picked. Nobody picked Bryson. Nobody likes him. All right. Let's move on to the top (laughs) European, Tone Polito. You get the first pick. Are we doing
1: European or the rest of the world?
0: No, we're doing European. The last one's going to be the rest of the world. Oh, okay. Just get, just relax. See, I, I had it dialed up to three people. Sorry, Kaylee. I didn't mean to exclude you.
2: I know. Um, now I'm looking at my list. Like, I don't know who's who.
0: Exactly. We'll tell you if they're legal or not legal. Tone, top <laughs> European. Now, the eligibility is they have to be eligible to play in the team, European Ryder Cup team. So yep. that, that include Italy, Sweden, you name it. All right, go ahead. Tommy Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac.
1: Scott, your pick.
0: I'm
1: gonna go with a guy that has a rip stick. Paul Casey.
0: Oh, good, you didn't take my guy. Justin Rose for me. And Kaylee, who do you got left? Well, so
2: here's where I'm at fault is because I only know Rory as another European guy. But but lately, that's a great. Is he doing that? Is he doing that well?
3: No, he hasn't.
2: But he you it. <laughs>
3: But he needs he the major. He, he needs
2: he it needs for the grand slam. <laughs> okay.
0: Rory it is. <laughs> All right.
2: All
1: right. Now
0: top other Scott.
2: Mhm.
1: Let's see. Top other. Going with the guy, let's see. Uh Hideki Matsuyama.
0: Matsuyama, okay. Not playing well right now either, but I'm going to skip. I'm going to go last. Because I feel bad. There's only like twelve others. You make up rules. No, I want to give other people their chance. I, I I feel like I came up with this. I don't want to cheat. I want to do right. So,
2: Kaylee, (laughs) your pick is next. Top other.
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure
2: this guy's an Aussie, but Adam Scott.
0: Yeah, you nailed it. That's a good pick. I, I call him a cheater. Uh, in the last segment but he's not he just dropped up on the green when
1: you look yeah you're up- also you're also the guy that would drop 60 yards up as you're making up rules to this game <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right tone your pick um i had to look up the list but i'm going to say abraham answered
0: dang it <laughs> that was my pick and i kid you not i have it right let's see if we can zoom in for greg snow answer right there yeah i have <laughs> now take him off, and I will go with you guys should have picked him because he's also very good in these leashmen. Oh, the leash? Yeah, I don't even know is he playing in it. He might not, Greg. He might not be
1: <laughs> playing. Hang on. He's got to be. Yeah, got
3: I, him. I see him. On, I see him on the list here. Yeah,
0: he yeah, finished he's 160
1: high to one, Greg. He finished tie last year.
0: He's a very good player. All right, we got our picks. We're going to talk about those and uh, the loser. No, the winner gets uh, somebody. We have to buy the winner coffee. That's all we're playing for is like a coffee or something. When we see each other at maybe the Twin Cities Open, if Scott signs up.
2: (laughs) Sounds good. It
0: will be total under par. I made up that rule. Oh, of our team. (laughs) Yeah, you just made that rule up. I just made it up, which is what I do. Scott, you can do the U.S. Open next, okay? You can do the, whatever you want to do, but oh, I thought yeah. this would be kind of fun. It's a Ryder Cup year. It's a big deal. So, Kaylee, Tone, thank you so much for helping us today. Um, before you jumped on, Scott, I gave Kaylee a little assignment uh,
1: about uh, maybe adding a little more music. Didn't you like that on the last one? Yeah, I liked the start. That was fun. It, it was interesting. Uh, I think, can we get, like, licensed songs? Like, share if I could turn back time or
3: something like that? Um probably would I don't know. We'll, Dream Bay. We'll,
2: we'll, we'll, we'll work. About. We like we like big dreams here.
0: This is better than Scotty singing because we sang some stuff. If you guys ever watched any of the past ones, so this is much better. But thank you guys for helping us today. Scotty, great work as always. Uh and this will close out for episode two, season four, Club Bro Chatter. Check us out on where, Kaylee?
2: Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube.
0: Boom. I will see you guys all at luther won
1: olympic now we'll see you in in a couple of weeks when we call you out for your terrible pick
0: actually april 18th i'm going to see you scott because you're coming to play in the sunday game here in olivia so just so you know i i'm your agent <laughs> you're putting <laughs> that on your calendar you're coming to play good night and good luck all right thanks everybody bye